So I'm thinking about. Um, You're thinking. Yeah. It's crazy, right? No, no, I'm thinking about investing in the stock market. Uh, I'm thinking maybe a few points to Tesla, maybe invest in some Dogecoin, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm is, thinking maybe good. I need to diversify my portfolio I, so I that so. when it comes you tax can't, time. You can't have all your eggs in one basket. No, I can't have all my eggs in exactly. one basket. I have to I have to synergy. I have to synergy. That that one's important. Uh, <laughs> I have to I have to uh bounce things off, you know, yeah. collaborate. This is, this is what I stop. Just, wait, I learned, just branch stop. Off this is the wrong there. podcast. Okay, what are you talking? Conversation. Let me just branch, branch this. Did you hear the uh, that they're making a Bitcoin land? No, that's not real. It's real. Are you no? You wait, wait, what? Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. Do we go to intro and then come back to this? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> Cue the music. Hello and welcome to Pop Cultural Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Kiros. I am one third of Cubed, and I am being joined by, as usual, Jacob Kiros, another third of Cubed, and Jonathan Kiro, the last. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Kiros, the last third of Cubed. I should have just gone with JQ. Why the Why the hell did I set myself up like that? Alright guys. Um, oh. yeah, so there there's a Bitcoin land. The only reason I know about it is because it's, cause it's an the, island. The YouTuber uh, critical made a video about it. Yeah. About one of the uh, the promos. And you didn't think to tell us this before no, we no, started? I've, I've seen this Ruben, before. I've seen this. It's a Bitcoin island. It's a private island, it's 32 on, million square feet, feet to be exact, in the middle of the South Pacific Ocean will soon become a crypto haven. Uh, formerly a mini portion of Vanatua, the lush 800-acre spread of land has been named Satoshi Island after the uh, developer of Bitcoin. Can we de can we declare war on that island? No, Jonathan. It's both like Samoa and American Samoa, I think. Or it's a Bitcoin I, scheme, I, all right? I think if we unite with Samoa, we move some nukes into Samoa, all right? Like we... We we may we may we get them a little scared, you know. Yeah. Put the fear of God in them. You know, I own an NFT, Jonathan. Yeah, Ruben owns an NFT, not on purpose, by the no, way. No, um, since I bought an early ticket to the Batman, they gave me an NFT. I have an NFT of the Batmobile. I have my own uh, unique blockchain, baby. I'm in going up in the world. I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell it for money. I screenshotted it, so now it's mine. Oh. <laughs> Maybe if Seth Green wins his uh, lawsuit, yeah, that'll you know that'll be uh, that'll that'll, be, that'll be one for the books. Can you imagine reading about that in a history book like ten years down the line? The historic Green versus Dark Man, uh, <laughs> a lawsuit where he won back Sorrento the gorilla, and now he can make his his famous show Sorrento the gorilla, the show, the movie, the game. And on that note. Um, so we only have two, uh, opening news stories. His name since... isn't actually Sorrento. I made it up. Yes, Jonathan. I don't think you needed to clarify that. <laughs> okay. Um, what I was going to say. It also um, wouldn't be called Sorrento the Gorilla. Just, just, you know, because I mean, one, it's an ape. Two, his name isn't Sorrento. I am trying to get this show going. We have talked about crypto for like three minutes now. Happy. Invest in a blockchain. Do not invest in Invest a in the blockchain, baby. Alright, talk to your financial advisor. I don't know. Don't no, me. no. They will try to trick you. They are government, they are government issued. They want you to fail. 
Do not listen to anyone who has come from <laughs> fake ass business schools like I don't know Harvard, Yale, Stanford. All fake. All fake. All fake. Fake. Posers. Posers. Charlatans. Charlatans. <laughs> Charlie Chaplins. All right. On that. Charlatans. <laughs> on that beautiful, beautiful note. Um, since we're recording this podcast so soon after the last one, there aren't many news stories we did not cover on the last one. So we'll talk about uh, two items in news, and then we'll talk about the three things we've seen lately. Yeah. All of them, uh, spoiler alert, are great, and you should give them a chance. They are? Yes. All of the... Wait a minute. Something's not right here. <laughs> we're not talking shit on anything this podcast. Damn it. That's crazy. That's insane. I, I miss I miss Morbius already. Oh. And just Gotta I, bring it back. Yeah. Anyway, the point is we're filming another episode before I leave to Nashville again tomorrow because you know why not? All three of us are in the same room. This probably won't be so uh, so uh, very often, uh, like in the next few months. So you know why not get a bit more bang for our buck? And also we were gone for a month, so you know. Yeah, give you all more content to our loyal listeners. Who are probably listening listening in the year 2035 after one of us has hit it big and they're trying to cancel us. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Beautiful, Jonathan. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Our first news story um, is a sad one. Uh, Ray Liotta passed away um, last week um, at the age of 67. Um, he died in his sleep in the DR, uh, Dominican Republic. He was shooting a film called Dangerous Waters. Um, he was 67 years old. Um, he is most known for the films Goodfellas, um, Martin Scorsese's a crime classic. And then he was also in the feel-good movie that, you know, it's a generation back, so some of you might not know about it. Um, it's called Field of Dreams. Uh, Kevin Costner was in that one. Um, so was Darth Vader. Yes, James Earl Jones was in that one as well. Um, let's see, Jacob... Yes. Actually, let's start with Jonathan. Jonathan, That's... your thoughts on Ray Liotta passing I away? I mean, for me, I didn't... Uh, I, I mean, personally, like, I know him from Goodfellas, and I haven't even seen Goodfellas yet. For me, it's more of a... Of a of a of a sad thing because just because of the baseline, someone has died. Someone who I've right, heard yeah. has died. So, like, I really don't have much to say. Um, but, yeah, he was, a, he was a good sport, you know? I've seen him in some shitty movies. So those are the ones I remember him from. You remember he was in B movie. He, he was. A, he was in B movie. He was Ra in the Ray, Ray Liotta Private Select. He was in the what was it? The oh my scene. god! It was, the, 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 like the honey. Yeah, the yeah. honey. Yeah. How is that what you remember him from? Because I haven't oh my seen god. anything else. That's of course from that from B movie. I haven't seen Goodfellas and I haven't seen Field of Dreams. So if those are the two biggest like projects he was in. Yeah, I, yeah. I well, Jacob, know you know what they guy. say: if you build it, they will come. They will come. Oh, is that that's what they say? Yes. Um. No, he was a he was a brilliant actor. Um, I've only seen Goodfellas out of those two you projects. You also saw Observe and Report. Was he in that? <laughs> he, would you, you see, that's how forgettable that movie is. He was in that. I completely <laughs> forgot. That movie that. is ass. Seth yeah. Rogen can suck him. Whoa. whoa. Whoa, 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 Okay. No, but Ray Liotta was whoa, whoa. a... Whoa, I'm sorry. Ray Liotta was a brilliant <laughs> performer. Yeah. Um, his role in Goodfellas is probably one of the best mobster roles I've ever seen. I mean, just the layers and nuance he had in there. You really believe he's this individual? 
Um, Makes you want to become a good fellow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that's Obviously. the exact opposite that's the ob- of that's, what no, that that's the, yeah, is about. Yeah, you really believe Henry. You you believe Henry Hill is a real individual when you're yeah. watching Goodfellas. So it is a sh- crying shame that uh, Ray Liotta passed away. If you haven't watched Goodfellas, I highly, highly encourage you to find whatever streaming service it's on and go watch it. Uh, you won't regret it. Um, Martin Scorsese, man, brilliant. And Ray Liotta as well, really great. Uh, role 67 is kind of young still, so it's a pity he in passed this day away. And age. <laughs> in this day and age, it's still pretty young. Um, pity we'll probably miss out on a couple more performances from him. Yeah. But um, Pity that Ruben watched Goodfellas without me, just like he watched West Side Story without me and Shutter Island without me. Get off this, Jonathan. I am not getting off, but I did watch 2020's. One's West Side Story, by the way, and uh, phenomenal, I, I phenomenal did, movie. I watched it with Jonathan. It was funny. It was a great movie. And, okay, before I go to our last news story, I, 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 wa- I want to quickly comment. I am. We are not going to talk about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. Just out of respect. Out of respect for the world, quite honestly. Yeah. That, that yeah, shit was that, that, To be real with you, that entire relationship was kind of a mess, and I do think Amber was more in the wrong um, especially since she tried to take down Johnny on, like, trumped up, like, domestic ab- abuse, like, things like that. Like, not only are you are you being petty, you're also ruining the chances for future victims to come forward, which is just appalling. But, like, yeah, we don't, we don't really want to talk about it. Because it's been kind of a meme and a joke it, for it some has, reason. It has. And, I mean, uh, I mean, that's just like... I mean, those guys day, are going through it. Yeah, this day and age is just like that, you know what I mean? We make yeah. everything a meme because that's how we process shit and cope with it, I guess. Precisely. Yep. Jacob, you're here. Oh, my God. Whoa. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry right. for I was, isolating me. I was looking at the candle. I was looking... There's like... We oh, have a, a candle like, yeah. on the table. We have Lumiere. We have Lumiere here. Uh, he's our fourth <laughs> member. Ow. Oh. Yes, the Lumiere. Don't worry, don't worry, don't you worry, guys. You'll 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 hear mentions of me later on in the podcast. No, you won't. We're not gonna talk about Rescue Rangers as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Let us continue. No, what is the next topic, Ruben? Next topic. <laughs> um, this we were going to talk about this on the last podcast, but we decided to move it over here. Um, we spent too much time talking about uh, the best movie in the world, Morbius, coming out in a thousand theaters. No, 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 again, no, 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 no. You spent too much time. No, 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 no. no. Actually coming guys, back guys, if you want Morbius two to happen, Morbius is returning to a thousand theaters. Remember, guys, it's Morbin time. Morbius needs your help. If you go to your local kiosk and give the man at at the box office your your name, your credit, your credit card number, your social security number, the expiration date, the three numbers on the back, we can make Jared Leto's Morbius two happen. Let's get three hundred more billion people to watch. As Morbius returns. Okay. It, it was crazy. I, saw, I met Jared Leto the other day. Dude. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I turned off the lights in my bathroom and I turned on the candle. I was like, I just said Morbius three times in the mirror. And he showed up? And he showed up. He's what like, a nice, hey, what's up? What a nice guy, He's you know? What a, the, a vampire. Na- what a nice guy, though. You know, he's still, he's still there for the fans. He's still oh showing up. Gosh. He's still showing up for the fans. Like, I, even with all that fame, still I doing know, it. Yeah. Man. 
It's dude, amazing. Dude, dude, Marvis coming it, back it, it, to theaters. Miraculous. He was walking. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. I'm not kidding. No limp? No limp. You idiot, Morbius. Oh, Jared Leto is not disabled? Yes. <laughs> Wait, he might be mentally, I don't know. Differently abled. Differently abled. Hello, people listening in 2035. We yeah. are good people. <laughs> don't cancel us. <laughs> uh, God. I'm, ca- I'm calling it. There is yeah. someone in the fourth dimensional plane right now from 2035 listening to this and being like, what the hell? He's got my number. That's right. Robert. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're shivering now. You're shivering in your red shirt and blue khaki pants. <laughs> You're going off the rails. Yeah, we are. Ruben, Mission Impossible. <laughs> just, just one thing. This is your yes, fault. Morbius is coming back to a thousand theaters this weekend. Because of idiots like you but two, you know what? I've not watched that who have memed no. Morbius to death. I haven't posted anything on that, that except for this podcast. Is that why it's coming back? Yes. Yes, because it, it, what, Jacob? They tricked the director and the production team <laughs> that it was actually a good movie and a success. And, and because I don't like, think they think it's a good movie. <laughs> I just think they think there's a market for this that's, shit. That's dumb. Yeah, that's no, I can't dumb. wait. I really can't wait. I think I'm going to, I think when I get back to Nashville, I'm going to get a few friends together and. Watch don't go watch I'm Morbius. Watch Morbius. No, don't. We deserve a Morbius too. Honestly, as a society, we do deserve a Morbius. Thank too. you. But that's a bad thing. That's a great thing. Oh, We've come a long way. Just a few years ago, we were watching shit like Endgame and Infinity War. Now the big boys have come out to Imagine play. Imagine thinking about uh, going to the Red Cross before my screening and get a, <laughs> drinking my own blood during. The- <laughs> Donate <laughs> blood. Morbius would do it. He would. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. Someone needs Re- to make that. Remember that scene in the movie where he's like, Christine, oh don't God. forget. Oh, wait, no. Okay, let's talk about Mission mm- Impossible. Mar- Martine, <laughs> don't forget to <laughs> donate blood to your local Red Cross and Blue Shield. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, Mission Impossible trailer. I, all right, all right. Yeah. So, we were going to talk about the Mission Impossible uh, Reckoning. Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning, thank you. Part, Part one. 1 trailer last time, but we ran out of time. So, Jacob, what are your thoughts on this first trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning? Reckoning. Actually, I honestly don't remember a lot of the shots, but I do remember that um, Haley Atwell. Uh, Atwell is in the movie, yeah. which is a, a nice addition. Um, t- alongside, you know, Tom Cruise and the other regulars. Is, is um, do you know if uh, the guy, uh, what, what's his name? It's the guy that played Clint Barton and uh, oh, Jeremy no. Renner's Jeremy not in it. We don't think he's coming back no. ever, dude. Why? Honestly, no. I don't. Is there allegations? No, no, there's not allegations. I mean, the dude, the dude's been through some shit, but like, nah, he's just busy. Yeah. Oh, Doing yeah. what? Making shit yeah, music? Yeah. No, he's been on TV. Oh. No, he made one good song, though, right? The main attraction. The main Stream main attraction on Spotify today. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Yes, but the, the trailer is, is, is cool, I think. Um, the fact that Tom Cruise is still doing some of these stunts at, uh, like, the age almost of, like, 60. Uh, almost 60 years old. It's like 59. Old. Like that, at the yeah. end of the trailer is literally him, like, um, I think on a motorcycle. Then he's, like... He's jumping off an jump, effing cliff. Jumps off the cliff. He and then, like, literally jumped off a, a cliff. Parachute or, or, or yeah, like, a, like he had a hang glider. I, I think know. I was gonna say the craziest thing about yeah. that movie is that like I've seen some CGI spectacle before, and nothing gets me to j- my jaw to drop 
more than just a simple shot like that because you know he did that shit. Yeah. You know he legitimately threw himself off a mountain. They drove a train off the track as well. That was actually done. Yeah, they that haven't done that. The that show was actually yeah. done. Yeah, they haven't I, done that since Back to the Future 3. How about the Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp? That was CGI and you know it. Damn it. <laughs> and, okay. and the blood drinking cannibal, not Morbius. Wait, which one oh! No, not Army Hammer. It was, uh, it was, uh, what's his name? No, Army Hammer was in that movie, but I'm saying the cannibal was played by William something. Johnny Finn, don't you remember the allegations against Army Hammer? Oh, shit. You weren't talking about the movie. No, anymore. I wasn't talking about the movie. There is a blood drinking cannibal in that movie, though. Did you forget that? I did. I only remember the last 10 minutes of that movie. Wait, that, was, that, was, was, was that the allegations against him? Yeah. yeah. He's a cannibal? Well, he likes drinking... I don't even... Well, I don't so want, I want machine, to... So is Machine Gun Kelly. There's I don't something cannibalism, fetishism with blood, human blood. I, I don't want to spread misinformation. I, you guys can look it up. I don't want to... He would, you know, you know what, you know what, you know what would help him get over that addiction. Uh, Michael Morbius's Blue Blood, uh, available now at uh, any uh, theater uh, snack bar. Okay, Jonathan, what are your thoughts on the trailer? I think it looks freaking amazing, dude. Like it's actually shot. Like this series has gotten progressively better since Brad Bird's um, Ghost Protocol. Um, and who's in, who, the director who took over after the Christopher McQuarrie. Chris, dude, he's crazy. These last like two movies or three—is it three? It's Fallout. The, no, Fallout's the sixth one. Yeah, yeah. The last two movies that the dude's been responsible for have been incredible, and like the stakes just keep getting better and better and better. Like the cinematography here, top notch. This thing feels like. Like it's it, it's becoming almost like a Bond level kind of like. Oh, franchise. I think it surpassed. Yeah, it surpassed it too because there's no you know sexist implications like ingrained into the very fabric of the thing too. You know what? Leave James Bond alone. I'm not, right? Ian Fleming was an asshole, and everyone knows it. Yeah, but come on, the character the has, character has, has morphed. Yes, the you character can't has deny that. No, I cannot deny that. Go. I would, however, say that Ian Fleming is on a short list of twenty people that I would bring back to the dead, so I could run hands with him. Near the top of that list, uh, Ronald Reagan, Thomas Edison, uh, Adolf Hitler, surprisingly number three and not number one on that one. Wait, uh, what? Why would you bring him back just to, to run hands, hands with him? And kill him again. Oh. Anyway, continuing. This thing <laughs> looks phenomenal. Like, I, I, I can't believe... Like, it feels so weird to see Tom Cruise still, like, giving it his all like this. It's great, like, for Jacob said, to see the, the cast being padded out again. It's great to see the continuation of these stories. I'm honestly, like, super excited for this two-part finale, I assume, um, of this franchise. Because, I mean, Tom isn't getting any younger... It's um, probably the finale for Ethan Hunt. We'll see if they try to finally pass the torch to someone Benji else. Benji movies! Benji spinoff! Oh, God. Let me get a Benji spinoff. You can't do Benji spinoff. Let me get a Luther spinoff where it's just Luther two hours like of Ving. and Tom Cruise. Two hours Ving of... Ving is... I don't shut the hell up. Hello, I want two show. hours of Ving Rames telling me about Arby's meats in Simon, theaters. Simon uh, Peck. That's Benji. Yeah, yeah. How old is he? Is he, is 40s? He, but can, not much younger. What? Simon Pegg can't lead a That's action what I said. I don't movie, think so. though. He did Shot of the Dead. Hot Fuzz. Those are... Action comedies, I Yeah, know. they're throw-ups. <laughs> they don't throw ups of genres. They're, they're you know, they're throw-ups. You know, they're like... <laughs> you know what? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I agree with the sentiment that Jonathan said. The cinematography for this thing looked insane. Um, 
think I said this earlier, but it looks like an epic at this point. Yeah. An action epic. Um, Fallout is definitely, for all of us, I think, one of, like, the best, if not our favorite, like, action movie made in, like... Ever. Ever, really. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout was insane in the theater. For me, it's up there with, like, The Raid and, um, shoot, there was another one. I'm forgetting it right now. Well, for me, it's the it's uh, Mad Max Fury Road, the original Die Hard. There we go. This, Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and then there was one other one, I feel. But anyway. Um, oh, yeah, this, I'm John excited. Wicks. The John the Wick. John Thank you. John Wick. Especially two. The second one's the best out of those. The opening of the third one is the best of that franchise, though. Yeah, but then that. Yeah, but middle, then it kind of the middle dips. Up. But yeah. going back to Mission Impossible, um, it is. It looks insane. I am excited to see how they wrap it up. I hope they're wrapping up the story, and that's why it's a two-part finale here. Um, very interested to see how they do that um, because the story in Fallout was simplistic to allow for all the crazy action that Tom Cruise does. Um, we'll see if it's more of a Rogue Nation type thing, Ghost yeah. Protocol, in terms of like more espionage plot. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, I, I'm ready to see Tom Cruise try to kill himself again for my entertainment. Yep. (laughs) That crazy man. And speaking of which, we up. Nice transition, JQ. Of course. Um, I do. I am a master of segues. Call me Paul Blart. Oh my God. So we watched, uh, Top Gun Maverick as did a lot of the United States this past week. A very non- a not insignificant number of people. <laughs> yep, we saw it at our local uh, drive-in. Shout out to Quasar Drive-in here in Nebraska. Uh, yeah, good, good place. It, yeah, it's really. If cool. you are in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, give them a give them a look. I hear that they're one of the a thousand theaters bringing Morbius back. They're not. Okay, but would you let me? Would you just for once let me spread misinformation no. without correcting me? No. God damn There's it. too much stuff out there. No, yeah, they, they showed uh, Top Gun Maverick at this drive-in, and we went to see it. And oh my god, uh, what a goddamn motion picture! Yeah, I'll, I'll, just for before we dive into this, just for reference, uh, when we went to we went on a little road trip uh, last week. Uh, I will not tell you to wear, you freaking uh, nosy assholes, okay? But uh, during that time, we watched the original Top Gun. um, And I just want to say that that movie is trash, to be quite honest. Personally, personally. We disagree on this. The original Top Gun for me... While not great, is good. It's good. It's, good. Um, it's, it's entertaining. It is it's entertaining. It is entertaining. The review I put up on Letterboxd was, this is an 80s movie that aged both poorly and well at the same time. It's so weird. It, it, it's it, so it, weird. When I say this movie hasn't aged well, I don't mean for like the normal like 16 candles 80s reason. Like, there's not anything. <laughs> Long duck dong. Yeah. There, there's there's no, really nothing problematic nothing like about the movie. It's just... It's it's of its time, all right. They use Danger Zone like four times. They use that one love song like twenty. Like <laughs> thank you, Ruben. Let's okay. That's all you can sing because we don't want. Oh, yeah. co- we don't want to get copyright struck. Oh, yeah, luckily he sang it in a different key. Yeah, <laughs> and and out of tune, <laughs> oh, nearly unrecognizable, really. Um, 
You guys suck. No, if you've you seen the movie, you know exactly what. Yeah, you know what he's talking you about. Exactly anyway, like I, I mean, like it's just. I don't know. I can't buy the drama of that movie. There's a major character death in that movie that just it it, it, it hits as hard as like as like a build a bear workshop plushie. Look, like, and it I really think is. <laughs> they handled it well in the sequel, but in the movie, it's like okay, this man died stupidly during training, and no one seems to give that. It much wasn't of a that shit. stupid. Uh, Spoilers for Top Gun, the original. Yeah, it's been out for 36 years. I, this is why I didn't know why you didn't go directly into That's spoilers. That's true. You could have just said, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Goose effing breaks his neck on a canopy. All right? Yeah. Like, the scene itself is really well done, but the emotional reaction to it is just kind of like, eh. I think the actual death scene's done really well. Yeah. The build-up to the death scene's done really well as well. Well, yeah. like that bar scene where they're all singing at the piano. And yeah. I, I, Three balls of fire. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> yeah. And then the scene where uh, Maverick goes to Goose's family. I mean, I guess Meg Ryan's an amazing actress as well, but like they She's really sold right. that. Yeah. <laughs> She's good. I've only seen her in a few things, so oh, I can't. Geez. I can't really. I can't really speak towards any of that. Ruben and Jacob keep looking at a TV off in the distance because we're filming this as Game uh, One of the, oh, NBA, the NBA Finals, finals. is beginning. And I don't understand why we did this at the exact moment. <laughs> <laughs> we were stupid. Also, you didn't come down in time. All right. What? You guys are playing a game for like twenty minutes. You kidding me? Okay, that's a level in a nine dollar game that you bought okay, from GameStop. Okay, I got the Avengers game that everyone hates for nine dollars. I'm playing it through. It is subpar. It's okay. It's okay. It's yeah, worth nine dollars. It's worth nine dollars. <laughs> that thing is not worth the sixty dollars. Anyway, we digress. Uh, yeah. The yeah. point is, the original meh. All right, for me. It's all right. Like, it's not offensively horrible. It's not one of the worst things I've ever seen. I'm not, like, I'm not like angry that people like the movie. I'm just kind of like, all right, it's a movie that exists. And would I watch it again? Maybe. Honestly, maybe. I wouldn't, personally. I said maybe, all right? Of course. I liked it and I wouldn't watch it again. I'd pop in Top Gun Maverick, like, yeah. every single time yeah. I want to watch a you Top Gun movie. You get, like, a pretty good recap of, uh, of, of what happened, of in, what Top happened Gun. in Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. You get all the important and emotional beats like repeated there in a way that feels very authentic while also being more like yeah. developed and grandiose than the original movie. And the other this movie is insane though. I saw you showed me it was at ninety seven and I'm like, not a Top Gun sequel. Get the hell out of here. It is one of the best legacy sequels ever made. I think it is yeah, the it, best yeah, legacy be sequel best. ever made. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Thank you see, for reminding me um, about one of my favorite Yeah, I only know that because this was a discussion people were having online. It's like this where does this Runner? rank in the legacy sequels. Just below Blade Runner. Yeah. Like, I think there was like one other one people were talking about, but I cannot remember what shit. for the life of me which one that Oh, was. The Mummy. Also with Tom Cruise. Planet of the Apes? I mean, that's... A that's not really. That's, that's like a reboot. That's like a legacy yeah. reboot. Yeah, <laughs> Max Fury Road doesn't count because that's really more of a standalone type. Yeah, thing. but it has like... Eh, I don't know. But anyway, the point uh, is this movie is phenomenal. Like, oh my oh, God. Was it the... Was it the um, Sequel to The Shining or whatever? Yes, thank you. Oh, Doctor Sleep, Doctor Doctor Sleep, Sleep, which is also a great movie. That one's below That this is one, under... Yeah, it is below this one. It, but that one is underrated. You guys got to watch that as well. The only reason that movie works is because it knows it's not The Shining. Let me, let me be clear. 
No, it's not good. The Shining, but then in it, the third it, act, it finally leans yeah. into the nostalgia. No, and it works because yeah. it and builds it works, up yeah, naturally. Because it, it's its own thing for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like this movie, you know? Like, it builds off a nostalgia, but this thing is very decidedly its own movie with its with its own, like, r- like new roster, rooster of characters. <laughs> um, like... And, like, I think, like, one of the biggest takeaways from seeing Top Gun and then Top Gun Maverick so close to one another is just how much Tom Cruise has grown as an actor. Yeah, you were saying Yeah, that. I was talking to you about that scene where he meets up with Iceman again. By the way, Val Kilmer, great in this movie. Uh, we wish that man a, a, a speedy recovery. I know he, he is a yeah, musician. Yeah, we now. won't spoil the new one. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Val Kilmer had throat cancer in real life, and the way they handled the character... Yeah. Second only, I think, to like how they handled Paul Walker's death in the Fast and Furious in the terms in terms of like respect for the individual, yeah. the actor. Yeah, phenomenal respect it was, for them. Yeah. I, you get teary eyed when you're watching this, yeah. especially if you're like with like we've had contact with someone who lost their voice due to an illness, uh to ALS in their case. Uh Val Kilmer had uh throat cancer, but just like being around that, they portrayed that accurately. Like, yeah, I welled up a little bit because I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. this is on like, screen right and now. And also because the actors sold it. Like, again, yeah. like, you compare Tom Cruise's reaction to Goose's death in the first movie and his reaction just to talking to, like, Iceman about Goose and then his, his Goose's son and him now joining, like, this this elite group of fighter pilots. Like, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, he yeah. sells it. Yeah. You're right there with him. Like, Tom Cruise, like, I feel like this was for me, like, the first moment that I was like, holy shit, we, I'm really, I take this man for granted. This yeah. man is great at what he does, honestly. He's grown. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise is one of those guys who's worked hard to, like, better his craft. And I, he got better with age, which yeah. is insane to say. <laughs> yeah. um, Must be all that piss he be drinking. Like, look, he's a great... Look, <laughs> I am not talking about Tom Cruise the person. I'm talking about Tom Cruise the artist. I'm Tom Cruise about, the person is a crazy ass I'm talking about Tom Cruise the artist, Tom Cruise the Scientologist, Tom Cruise the lover. No, but seriously, Scientology is <laughs> a disgusting religion, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, we don't want the Scientologists to get out and say, "I know that in 2035, Robert, Robert, listen to me. I know that Scientology is now the third biggest religion, but you cannot hold this against us. All right, it's just a joke right now. <laughs> you know more than we do. Thank you, Robert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just in terms of like the growth, he's, the growth he's had yeah. both in front and behind the camera because yeah. he's like become like one of these powerhouse producers in Hollywood as well. Yeah. He, and his stuff, his stuff's really good. He delivers every time. This man is putting out action movies that are just jaw-dropping and When scale. you pay money to go see a Tom Cruise movie, you get your money's worth. You know you are going to see some amazing stuff. This man, this man is up there with, uh, with, with Chris Nolan when it comes to just hating CGI. Because <laughs> he he goes all in on practical. Yeah, so they learn how to fly the planes. For this movie, because um, one of the complaints, Jacob, you had, no, I think, about me. the original it Top Gun. It was me. Gun. It was both of you. Yeah. Um, but the you, original Top Gun, you how can, you couldn't, like, tell what was happening. Yeah. You literally yeah. cannot follow the action in that movie. It is so jarring, it's, and the camera's moving so much, and the planes are, like, off, like, off-centered and unfocused. You, you see, like, a zoom-in of a maneuver, like, from a jet, and then, like, immediately after, they switch to a cock, cockpit. 
like shot and yeah. like you're just it's hard to follow exactly yeah. what's going on. You feel like you're getting motion sickness yeah. while watching. Well, yeah, it feels just, like yeah. You're trying to visualize the sky, but you like can't fully <laughs> visualize. Yeah, it. Yeah, they break they break so many so many rules of blocking. I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. in that they've had, they have to have broken the 180 rule in that. There is no way that I was that confused. And they no, they probably absolutely did, but you can't tell because it's. Jets. Yeah, um, it's Jets and it's fast as shit. <laughs> um, no, what, what I was going to say, um, so it seems like in these subsequent like 30 plus years since that first movie, Tom Cruise realized, oh, we can do this better. And they literally, all of them, learned how to fly fighter jets. Um, like everyone, Miles Teller, Tom Cruise, the other actors that were in those jets, they were flying them. And like as some videos have pointed out online, yes, you can see their faces getting pulled back. In some scenes as well, <laughs> yeah. just because of the gravitational pull when they're yeah, flying which by, which is like insane. Which is insane. That's like great for an actor too, because you get right in it. That yeah. that like, there's nothing better than like getting that close to a character, except for maybe crippling uh, yourself and walking to the bathroom and taking 45 minutes. Morbius too. Let's go. Anyway, <laughs> no, but it's like it's crazy. The action in this movie is not just comprehensive; it is jaw dropping. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. phenomenal. It's like. It's so good. Like, this is, I feel like, the quintessential, like, dogfight movie at this point. Oh, like, it absolutely is. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything that's top. Red Tails! Yeah! Oh! <laughs> 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 well, those sequences in Up were good. <laughs> um, Red Leader standing by. <laughs> oh, yeah, Star Wars. Star to Wars, some extent. Yeah, I guess that counts. <laughs> yeah, I think Star Wars is, yeah. Could be closer to to dogfighting then you're the closest you're gonna get honestly in most cases yeah yeah but like some of the other actors that are in this just to list them off john ham baby john ham is in this he's not in many blockbusters so i was glad to see john ham having a big role in a big blockbuster jennifer conley um as mentioned before miles teller um ed harris is in this for one scene for one scene but like i told you when we were leaving the movie Ed Harris is the exact actor you picture as a general in a Top Gun movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you boys are working off the books. Damn it. <laughs> Glenn Powell's in this. Lewis Pullman, um, which who is Bill Pullman's son. What? Yeah. Wait, was that the... That the, was, uh, what's his name? Was that the dickwad? No, no, no. That was, that was Bob. Really? Yeah. That's Bill Pullman's son. Yeah, it's Bill Pullman's oh. son. Holy shit. <laughs> how the... Does it ever... Does it ever surprise you how quickly the day turns into night? I'm just saying a lot of time has passed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confused. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're looking at me like I just killed a man. No, you haven't. Have you? And then also to shout out the director... Um, the director of another legacy sequel that was pretty good, um, Joseph Kaczynski, who directed Tron Legacy 11 years ago. Literally a legacy sequel. Literally a legacy sequel. Which is a good movie. I think, that a good movie. I think he's a good director. We should talk I, he's about gonna, that movie at some point. We will. Um, but I, I think he's he's 100% going to get more work after this After one. this, obviously, yes. Like, I this see. movie hits all the right emotional notes. It's... It's like it, 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 there's like it, it's sappy in a very very good way. It's sappy in that old school blockbuster kind of way yeah. where you're like it is cheesy but it's still hitting you it's at the so, same time. It's like that tricky yeah, balance. I've got to tell you, I have no nostalgia for Top Gun, and yet oh, this yeah. movie 
has that kind of like it has that 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 lingering pain of nostalgia in it almost like you feel it even while watching it you're like this feels like it feels like coming home to a place that you've never been but that feels just completely right oh yeah no the script is great the story just like fallout as i was mentioning earlier they kept it simple like i could summarize the entire plot of this movie in two sentences but i won't do that for you guys um but it's really a simple plot that's a a much more effective plot than the first movie too because the first movie is just like they happen to be in a like in a in a in a in a a training camp and then all of a sudden it's like we're in a crisis situation it's like what what the hell Uh, this is building up to the crisis situation without without like spoiling anything like the entire point of the movie is to prepare for a mission. And, like, I love... I mean, I, I've said this about the MCU, but I think characters are the most important thing in, like, big-budget mo- like properties. you yeah. got to keep focus on the characters in order to keep the audience grounded in the story. And they yeah. do a good job. Maverick um, really is written well, uh, carrying on to the degree where, like, you know, oh... This makes sense from where you left Maverick off 30 years ago that he's yeah. right here where he is. Yeah, it feels like the same character. It feels like the same is, exact character. It's not just like Tom Cruise again. I mean, <laughs> it's Tom Cruise again, but you know, like it's it's it, yeah. There's con- there's like a continuity. Yeah. Between. But like you said, Tom Cruise is such a good I think when he's done with the Mission Impossible, he should go for that Oscar that he does not have at this point. Yeah. Because that's all that's left for him to do, quite honestly. Let's get a sequel on A Few Good Men. What'd he do, though, for the Oscars? A sequel to A Few Good Men. If if Leonardo DiCaprio fought a bear, do you think... That that was a fake bear. (laughs) You thought he actually tussled with an actual bear? I thought it was real. (laughs) (laughs) Did he he actually, like... Didn't he cut, like, open an animal and get into it? Yes, that was was, was real. Wait, no, but he didn't kill the animal. They brought it No, the animal was already dead. No, he killed it on screen. Yeah, imagine, imagine. <laughs> Peter would have been pissed. <laughs> Peter yeah. can kiss my ass. People are dying every day. They don't give a shit about them. Anyway, <laughs> again, Richard, no. Robert, 2035. I know that they have perfected the formula for the Impossible Meat Burger, but just know that in our day and age, it's still expensive. If that is easily accessible, okay. Ruben, Jacob, and I are all for alternative meat products. Do not cancel us. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> um, no, I want to go back and see this thing in IMAX, and I think Jacob's going to come I'm with me. I'm at the point where I might do that when I get back to Nashville. Like, I walked in, and I was like, I won't rewatch this. I got so into that movie. <laughs> yeah, Especially the third act yeah. when they're actually doing oh the mission. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, it is. It is, guys. Some of the best is, action. It's, on the, it's a, indescribable. This is a must-see in theaters. Yes. You have to see this on the big screen. If you have not seen this in theaters, you, you must you try to make you time you for this. You need to make time. They this do not it. make these like they used to. And if we don't want just a parade of superhero movies, I love the MCU. But this was a breath of fresh air this summer. Yeah. I am so happy this came out. Um, because I it's something different. And, like, it, we want these different types of blockbusters. Yeah. So yeah. support yeah. them. Like, yeah. this is... Please do. Because apparently Netflix is no longer... Like, you heard about that. That's... No, I sent it to you. Yeah, you sent that. Yeah. Yeah, but let's wrap up the Top Gun discussion. Then we can talk about that for a sec. Yeah. Um, ratings real quick. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, for me, it was an 8 out of 10. 
uh, with a possibility of moving higher. Honestly, eight and a half. Let's say eight and a half. All right. I would give it a nine out of ten. I, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I love, like, the, the, the shots in the jet, the story itself. Simple, but, like... Score was pretty good, Captivating. Too. Oh, score was score great. Score was great. As it's opposed to the freaking two soundtracks they used in the original <laughs> yes. so the, Yeah, that, let's talk about that real quick. So the original had only, like, minimal score that would come in. You had the one theme. Yeah. That would play every once in a while, but then most like of it was soundtrack. The director probably gave the advice, okay, we want the music to, you know, be in the background, you know what I'm saying? But that's so, that's so <laughs> yeah, 80s. That's the the soundtrack being, like, on film a bunch of the 80s, like, Ghostbusters mm. has a ton of needle drops within the movie. Yeah, like, true. But anyway, the point is, phenomenal soundtrack. Yeah, they brought in Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Um... To support the original composer. They make Danger Zone work as a motif. And Lady Gaga has a pretty good song here as well. She mm-hmm. does get music by credit here as well, so I guess she helped yeah, with the score. She she get, yeah, she, get the, she wrote the credit song, right? She wrote the credit song, yeah. but she does get a music I by credit. I think she credit. can also actually read music on, like, Hans Zimmer. <gasps> oh, shots fired, Hans! I love you. <laughs> that is a you multiple Oscar read, winner, you Jonathan. You don't need to read music when you can yeah. make your own music. Did you not hear it? Did you not hear what, <laughs> what I did said? You say it? I did it. I said, I said, got you. I love you. <laughs> oh, okay. No, Hans. I love Hans Zimmer, Hans dude. Zimmer. I, he elevated this thing. The he way is, they made he's a, he's an orchestral <laughs> version of Danger Zone. Yeah. No, he's a, oh he's my a god, that composer. was insane. I don't know how he makes this shit work. Yeah, no, There's got to be a man behind the man. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's somebody writing this for him. No, the it's si- just like a Shakespeare. You know, like it's a pen name or some shit like that. Multiple <laughs> writers. It's just a dude. Also, it's not to spread the conspiracy that Shakespeare was not one guy, all right? He wasn't. Also, a <laughs> lot, of, lot of credit also needs to go to the cinematography and the editing of this movie. Yes. I, I don't know how the hell you edit this thing together. From all the freaking footage of them flying jets, but they did it in a coherent way. Yeah. Um, really insane to me yeah. that they what's were able to pull that out. Um, oof. You know, this is almost the perfect action movie. Um, and when it's a perfect something, I usually give a ten. But I want to give it a rewatch before I go there, so I'm going to go a nine and a half right now for this yeah. movie. It's um, yeah. But really great film. Um. Please go. Please go. Please go watch it. You will be on the edge of your seats the last thirty minutes. Yes, and like and like we said, we're not getting movies like this very often. And uh, you know, we want to support creative minds creating. Like even though this is like using an IP, it's it's an IP. It's an it's it feels it feels wholly original though. But you can do original stuff with IP. It does not feel like the same franchise. Like literally, does not stuff like this. Like Top Gun, like Batman, yeah. or Joker, like stuff that does something different with the IP. That's the type of stuff you want. Yeah. You know, rather yeah. than cookie cutter formulas. Morbius. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> but yeah, no, as you were alluding to earlier, though, that might be a little more concerning now because <laughs> Netflix, it came out in the Hollywood Reporter that Netflix uh, could potentially cut back on what they call uh, vanity projects. And they, uh, the article cited The Irishman Which is as a vanity project. Basically, they, I think the quote was, they don't have to give um, all these creatives that much money um, because it's not worth it, I guess, to their bottom line. Look, I think, personally, I don't think we've talked about this. I think Netflix on the way out. They're going to lose yeah. the streaming war. I think Netflix um. is kind of... <laughs> 
I don't know who's running Netflix, but they keep on canceling these great shows and like making these <laughs> moving up the subscription price. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're taking away content and moving up the subscription price. And this is like watching a this is like watching a man in a hospital bed trying to inch his bed towards the remote so he can turn on the TV while all the while he's slowly unplugging his life support. Netflix <laughs> Netflix functioned when there was a monopoly on streaming really well, you know? Jacob liked that one. <laughs> I don't think I even processed that one, to be quite honest with you. You have to listen back to that one. I don't think I Robert, watched. I'm sorry that you lost your grandpa in a, in a similar way. I need to stop bringing you up. <laughs> yeah. um, no, what I, I was need saying. to let you go, Robert. No, but Netflix functioned best, I think, when they were a monopoly, right, on yeah. streaming. Like, when all the other companies had to go to Netflix and say, put our stuff online. Yeah. And now, and like, now everyone's making their own streaming service. I mean, Disney has theirs. Paramount has theirs. There's Peacock with Universal. Yeah, we're talking about three Disney Plus things, like, coming up. Yes, that's the last half of this podcast. We'll, we'll go through it pretty quick, though, just to make sure we, you know. Yeah, 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 Jonathan. Yeah, it's, it's my I, I am keeping the time. I, I am the host of I this know. podcast. It's just that it's my last day here, and I want to spend time with the rest of the family. I know you guys understand, right, Robert? Now that you're, <laughs> now that both your mommy and daddy have left you, huh? Gone to the great beyond. Damn. You feeling pretty confident right now? You feeling pretty high and mighty? Still think you can cancel us, huh? You feeling good about yourself? All right, leave, All right. leave, leave Robert, Robert alone, man. Do you feel loved? Leave Robert alone. Do you feel loved? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I love you. It is concerning, though, to get back to the greater point I was trying to make. It is concerning that Netflix is speaking this way because they were one of the last places where directors were running to to try to get their vanity yeah. big budget projects made, like The Irishman. Um, shoot, what what are some other ones? I am blank. <laughs> no, there's other ones. There are all other of ones. the memorable ones. Oh, like the, the Irishman. Uh, wasn't there? There's the, other the Ryan Reynolds movie. Adam Project. Yeah. That's not a. That, but that's not like. A, that's not what they're. That's talking That's not about, what they're talking though. about. They're talking about. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. That was a Netflix. Was was it? Was Roma Netflix? Roma was Netflix. Roma was a big budget thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, look it up because there are other ones. Ruben what is just Chris I am just movie? blanking what was right that Chris, now. Chris Hemsworth movie called the action movies are not big budget. No, 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 no. They're that talking more matter. about they're talking more about like the artistic big budget thing, um, rather than oh. stuff that appeals to. Was Marriage Story? That was Netflix, wasn't it? That was Netflix. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know if that was big budget though, was it? No, no, but like Vanity. Kind no, of for example, like if they wanted to make another Blade Runner, Warner Brothers yeah. wouldn't put it in theaters, and yeah. they probably wouldn't make it. But maybe Netflix would have in the past. Basically. Yeah. Isn't Amazon picking up those projects? Well, yeah, oh yeah. Apple is a bit. Amazon yeah. is a bit. But Netflix was just giving people carte blanche, okay. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. So yeah. Here's things, money. Yeah. Go make things this thing. like the Irishman, Marriage Story, Beast of No Nation. Or they spent four hundred million dollars to get the rights to the Knives Out sequels. That's another thing they did. Yeah, Ugh. which that's a big. The flat, the five blood. Yeah, yeah, the five yes. blood. You get like yeah, we're losing Spike that. Lee, right? Yeah, Spike Lee, a phenomenal movie. Honestly, phenomenal. Dolomite is my name. Um, don't look up. Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like don't yeah, look yeah, up. Don't look up. Yeah, stuff like that. The five bloods. Yeah, El Camino. big budget. <laughs> El Camino was nah. That's not a vanity project. Eh, kind of, but not really. Nah, that was low budget. But anyway, um, that's yeah. So Netflix is gonna move away from that stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no. I'm thinking Which, of ending things. I was right. That was a Netflix original. 
watch I'm thinking of ending things. Trippy as hell. But the concerning thing is it seems like Netflix is going to move more less from the artistic blockbuster and like everyone else are just going to move to the big loud blockbuster. Yeah. Like they have that Russo brother spy movie coming out this summer. Yeah. The Grey Man. Um, they've the Adam Project, the Red Notice, which was ridiculous, and I've heard it called uh, just a generic action movie that seems like the type of action movie you'll have in the background of a different movie as a joke. <laughs> I've li- I don't remember what review that was, but I remember that was a review. Also, to name a few more originals, that yeah. uh, Ma Rainey, Rainey's Big Black Bottom, Malcolm and Marie, Mank. Uh, yeah, I already said Marriage Story. Manx, another one, yeah. Manx, yeah. That, we gotta that, watch was big, that was another big budget one. Okja, I believe that was by, uh, same dude who did Parasite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they're less gonna write out blank checks, because Netflix used and to... Jacob was right, Roma as well. Roma Netflix was. used to greenlight whatever just to have content. But at this point, they're becoming more... Okay, let's try to streamline this stuff. Yep. Which I think is going to be their downfall, personally, because their original stuff, when they're trying to just do the big budget blockbuster thing... It's is garbage. It's generic. <laughs> I was going to be kinder. I was going to call no, it generic. No, no, no. Do not be kind. We would be losing things like the Mitchells versus the Machine and the Power of Dog. Well, the Mitchells versus the Machines, you got to remember, that was a Sony Pictures animation movie that was going to go to theaters, but the okay. pandemic hit. And well, the Power of it. Dog. Power of Dog, yeah. That's something. Tick, <laughs> boom! Oh, yeah, but that's a big. But like one. I said, they're, they're talking. They're talking like big budget vanity, though. They're not talking like the. They'll still make the smaller budget stuff. I just think you're gonna get less of stuff like the Irishman. Guys, we can't remember. What about what about the what about the to all the boys I loved before trilogy? We're losing that trilogy. They made three of those. 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 Oh man, <laughs> they, they fly now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! What what court is that game on, by the way? Second, Ruben, we have to speed this up. We'll get through it before halftime, oh. but not that these people care. Why are we talking about this on air? That's a great question, Robert. Who wins the twenty? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the Robert bit exactly. is dead. It's beyond dead. What if what if we see Robert like walk in like there's like a portal that shows up? He hasn't been born like, yet. But if wait, no, if it, no, but if he's in... Wait, no, yes, he has been. Exactly. Okay, he would waddle down, though. He's a child. Any <laughs> final thoughts on the Netflix thing? We were we digressed to talk about I that. I want more uh, to all the boys sequels. If you take this away from me, Netflix... Shut up. Uh, yeah, I will watch one of those movies. Describe the plot. There's this girl. All right. Take <laughs> up your final thoughts. On the... the yeah, Netflix the thing. Projects. Um, I, I mean, I didn't watch The Irishman. And uh, I don't know, like, many of the other, like, big-budget films on Netflix. Obviously, like, I am for, like, uh, you know, uh, like, companies and uh, giving, uh, like, creatives, like, uh, enough money and stuff like that. Like, an investment so that they can make their work or their their project a reality, kind of. But, like, I don't know. I, I think, like, we'll still get good movies and stuff like that with a, even a short budget. Like, a creator can make something good, even with a smaller budget, I think. Um, like, action-wise, like, if it's an action movie, then, I mean, obviously you need a bit bigger budget. But I don't I don't know, like, how, how much money you would need for, like, some of those movies. It depends. Yeah. It really does depend. It um, does. Yeah. Yeah. 
And who knows? Maybe Apple will pick up the slack and be the... I think everyone's <coughs> going to slowly start picking up the slack that Netflix is putting up. So Yeah. Netflix kind of screwed. <laughs> Netflix, uh, this is going to be here for posterity. Netflix will not be a thing within the next decade. By yeah, 2030, uh, yeah. they will be gone. Yeah, Robert will not have Netflix. No, they will not. No, I, 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 hey, he used gender neutral pronouns. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> you didn't know. You don't know Robert's gender. Great job, Ruben. All right. You've done well. Let's move <laughs> on. Yes. And please kill the Robert bit now. Yes, no, I'm done. Okay. Um, one, last, so, what, one last one. Yes, though. okay. Okay, I lost it. Never mind. Continue. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was the other probably smacking their head against the, the, the listeners. <laughs> listeners. Our listeners, probably. <laughs> there we go. That's more. Like I know it. Jesus is always listening. <laughs> the other movie we watched. <laughs> God damn it, Rescue Rangers. Um, was Chippendale Rescue Rangers? It's like, all right. It came out on Disney it's Plus. Cool. We talked about the trailer. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, a couple episodes ago. Two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and we watched it together on Disney+. Plus. Um, I think... Better than the Smurfs. Better than Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> That's better a than low Elvin. bar. Better than Elvin and the Chipmunks. I like... That's better little, than Yogi Bear. They That's was, a low What bar. I will say about this movie, it was meta, but I kind of wish it would have gone like the one final yeah, step. Yeah, it. it just needed to go... Just it, like a little bit more. It needed to go one extra layer of meta. And I don't know if Disney would have let them do I that. I don't think they would have. I, I did enjoy it for what it was. Like, I enjoyed the references. I enjoyed a lot of, like, those, like, blink or you miss it kind of, like, Easter eggs in the backgrounds. I enjoyed the cast. Um, I enjoyed the story for the most part. I mean, it feels like watered down Roger Rabbit. But oh, 100% like, is, But, yeah. like, it's fun to see, like, all these characters interacting again since we haven't seen that since, you know, Roger Rabbit. Um, but, but, but yeah, you know, I love this mix of forms. I like how they play with kind of, like, this amazing world of gumball level of, like, yeah, they like have 2D with 3D with stop motion. With puppets. Yeah, puppets. Yeah. CGI puppets, which I hate. I hated when they switched that puppet to CG. That was the most... That was unsettling. <laughs> if I saw a CG, like, Swedish chef walking up to me, I would just um, kill myself. Okay, I people are complaining they didn't use the actual Swedish chef, speaking of which. Uh, like, they kind of wish they would have been, like, the Swedish chef going, boring, 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 and then, like, he goes, you guys, cops. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I, I wish they would have. I bet you they asked if they could do that, and they said they no. <laughs> I like I like the bit for what it is. There is a, we're not going to spoil the, the, the bit, but there's this character that Keegan-Michael Key plays, which is, he's like a puppet. So funny. That was Keegan, yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. I do agree, though. If they would have used the Swedish chef, that would have pushed it. Just Like, I don't think... I, w I would not have been able to breathe, I don't think, yeah. if, they, if they did that. Like, goddamn. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, like, the movie's good, but I'm like, okay, it could have been great if they went a little step beyond. Yeah. Like, they go to this place, the Uncanny Valley Street, and it's a bunch of uh, weird animation. Yeah, and, they <laughs> um, and there's the cats from Cats. Someone literally, like, phasing yeah. through walls. And yeah. Shit. Like, or like, Seth yeah. Rogen is playing this Viking Gimli. that has really poor looks motion like, capture. Yeah. Like he, he looks like, he looks like, like a, a character straight out of Beowulf. One back of those Semeckis like, yeah. image work films, yeah. Yeah, and I um, wish they would have spent more time, because they, they just kind of, like, nod to that, and then 
then keep moving. And then, I mean, Rogan's character's in it for the rest of it, but it's just like, I don't know. You know, like, dwelling more on things like that and playing more with that those ideas of animation would have been funnier. I, I like the bootleg thing that was the center of the yeah, plot. I, like yeah, I, 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 I like the idea of the CGI plastic surgery, too. That yeah. like, I like, like how there's, instead of human trafficking for cartoons, it's freaking bootlegging. Like, yeah. Like, to, <laughs> Peter Pan is just... Yeah, p- an older Peter Pan. Spoilers! Spoilers! Yeah, sweet. So, sweet it's, it's weird. So, Pan. like, it's... Is it, like, the actor who played Peter Pan who happens to be animated? Because, like, the Lost Boy didn't grow up. And yeah. people said that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. He wasn't, he wasn't able to fly, so I'm guessing it was. I love that one moment where he's chasing them and he's, like, out of breath and you can hear the I Can Fly song in the background yeah. play. They do some funny shit in this movie. Uh, Will Arnett, I really liked him. Will Arnett's always great oh, in yeah. he's in. I can never hear his voice anymore without thinking Bojack, though, which is, like, the major downside of being in, like, such an iconic role like that. But, like, I really enjoyed his role And I think movie. John Mulaney... And Andy Samberg. Uh, Andy Samberg, thank you, had awesome chemistry with one yeah, another. Yeah. Um, even though they probably weren't even in the same booth ever, but I think they played off each other as Chip yeah. and Dale really well. I do prefer John Mulaney's voice acting performance in Spider-Verse, though, personally. I think that might have been a difference of direction, too. I mean... <laughs> what are we <laughs> comparing, like, an apple to a little Reese's Pieces Apples here? to Holocaust. Like, like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You've never heard that phrase? No, I haven't. Apples to Holocaust. No, it's like I someone says apple to. Oh, it's like comparing apples to oranges, and then you're like, nah, apples to Holocausts. Um, I think I heard that for the first time and sorry to bother you, but I've heard it in other things too. Dang, no, I hadn't Definitely heard that one before. Heard that one um, it's a bit of a heavy one, you know. Yeah, I also like <laughs> the mystery. Yeah. I like how it's like <laughs> spoofing mystery movies as well. That I like that aspect yeah. of it. But like I said. It was there, but it needed to take that one step yeah. further. The some of the cameos are hilarious. There's yeah. one in particular at the convention. I'm not going to spoil. You probably seen. You it ever want to seen that one? But yeah, we're not going to. We're talk not going to spoil it. it. But it is so funny. It is funny. Uh, it's a throwback to anyone who was alive during the early 2000s, 2000s. when Seth Rogen was if all over the goddamn place. Well, well, and the other one I was talking that's that one was funny. But the one I was talking about is a throwback to Fall 2019. Oh. oh. How that character literally solves the plot of the movie yeah. at the end yeah. without spoiling it, which is shout hilarious. Out, shout out to my boy. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, oh, God, what else? There's not really a lot to, like, kind of... There's not know. much to talk about, yeah, like, but it's, it's it's a fun, entertaining it's movie. It's a fun movie. Um, will I pop it in again? Probably not. It's fun, um, especially for with kids. Kids will have a lot of fun with this yeah, one, I, I feel. So, yeah. Spotting all the characters in the background. Yeah. All the references. Um, yeah, you know, it was yeah. a pretty good time. I'm more likely to watch Roger Rabbit a hundred more times. Oh, Roger Rabbit's a goat movie. Roger Rabbit is lightning in a bottle, and they've never been able to recapture it in all of these live-action CGI. Uh, live-action CGI. This comes hybrids. the closest, though. This does come the closest. That's not saying much, that though. not saying much. It's not saying much at all. Um, um, I would give it... Yeah, man, I, I six six six, and a, six point eight. Six, six, for me, it's a, a like around a five and a half. I think it's six. A six. A six okay. Six out of yeah. For me. But yeah, no, it's a decent movie, entertaining, fun way to kill ninety minutes. Um, yeah. So go out of your way to watch it. Um, not disappointing. Did you just break that chair? No. 
Okay. All right. Crack and then Jacob almost fell. Next up, uh, so we finally watched Moon Knight. Thank you. We binge watched Moon Knight because it was so it goddamn was, good. Spoiler alert! My favorite uh, Marvel Disney Plus show. Would you stop sorry, stepping sorry, sorry. on that water bottle? I'm sorry. My favorite Marvel Disney and Plus show. And I think show. there's my a multitude. Well. Um, I think it, it is 100 percent my favorite as well. And I think there's a multitude of reasons why, but yeah. I think the main ones for me in particular were one was completely detached from the MCU. Um, it was... Which, is, thank God. Yes. Beyond, like, Holy one or... shit. Beyond, like, <laughs> one or two references. I think they referenced, like, Mad Rapport once, which was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier by yeah. name. Um, but besides, like, one or two references... I mean, they don't even mention the name Avengers in this, which... Yeah. So oh, my... Dude, breath of fresh air. This is what I wanted out of Eternals, honestly. Like, please... Juna, I like. I just wanted something detached, basically, like a few loose threads. And I feel that. like if they would have made Eternals a TV show, they could have done that. But since they made it a movie, everyone's ex- expecting references to. God, past they should have made that a TV show. They should have. I and I think what they should have done, they should have made Falcon and the Winter Soldier a movie and Eternals a TV show. That would have been that like just swap those yeah. two projects. Yeah. that would have worked a lot better. It would have worked a lot think, better for both. I think Eternals would have benefited from one more runtime, two more like, detached. Yeah, yeah. And I think Falcon would have. Been Benefited from a less movie. filler yeah. and just being yeah. a stream, just being streamlined like, yeah, movie. Yeah, that would have been... If it was a movie, that would have been like significantly better, I think. I do enjoy it as it is. But the point is, yes. Moon Knight is just this, like we said, breath of fresh air, very detached from the rest of the MCU. It's a very contained story uh, of, like... Mark Spector and Stephen Grant, this like two personalities living in one person. It's the idea essentially. Yes, yeah, yep. um, but it's such an like a great expira- exploration of kind of like that aspect of mental health and like I don't I, I know Ruben over here. Well, oh, it ain't accurate. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know it ain't accurate. Um, but I do. I do. I do. Uh, I give points for the attempt. Um, no, it's something completely different, you know. Yeah, and yeah. just using this illness, the ID. To try to get inside the head of this character and do a deconstruction of this character. Yeah. Um, which some people have complained, oh, it's not like comics Mark Spector. And I will say to that, I don't give a goddamn shit. This version <laughs> was great um, for what it was. They made it its own thing. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need to be a billionaire to have a valuable story here. Yeah. Um, I mean, because like in this, cause in this ver- I think cause in, the, in the comic book, it's always kind of like un uncertain whether or not Conchu is in his head or not. Um, and in this, they're like, oh, no, no, Conchu's definitely, definitely a thing. So, But they do leave it ambiguous to the degree where you're like, okay, it's what the, what's he seeing? Because you're like, maybe he's picturing some stuff. Maybe yeah. he's crazier than you think. Yeah. There's some ambiguity. I there. think they do a good job of, of, of doing that without making it so confusing that you can't follow along. The oh. action was great. Ooh, yes. I wanted more of it. I wanted more of it. They use it sparingly, which I loved as well. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we need to have an action scene every episode. No. They let a couple episodes be like just straight up character pieces, especially episode five. I was going to say, there is not a lot of Moon Knight or Mr. Knight in this series, which I almost, like, I feel like some people would be disappointed by that. They are, I think, on Yeah. (laughs) But like... Like, like I know I didn't really notice that until we were getting to the sixth episode, and I was like, "Damn, we really haven't seen that much Moon Knight." But like, we get to spend so much time with the characters of Mark Spector and Stephen Grant that like, it's like such valuable time too. Like, we don't like. I feel like people are not are beginning to not appreciate 
like, the beauty of a slower-moving plot or the beauty of, like, a superhero movie that isn't just, like, moment-to-moment action. <coughs> Batman! Um, yeah, people, like, yeah. yeah. I've heard, yeah, I've which, heard some was, things about Batman. Which, or, which <laughs> like, you guys are, uh, to put it bluntly, misguided. You know what? I'll say Marvel misguided. has conditioned the audience yeah. to just expect action spectacle. Which they shouldn't. Which like, they Moon shouldn't Knight, have. Yeah, but. Moon Knight, I think, is significantly better because it's more of a character piece. I would have liked more action. I would have liked more of, a, like, a, a Daredevil mix where you have, like, like, these, like, intense moments of action, but then, like... You also have kind of those reprieves. I yeah. enjoyed the reprieves, yeah. but I definitely could have used more action, especially in the last episode where, which this works if Kevin, 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 look, I'm talking to you again, Kevin. Oh, we're talking to fight again. You better give this shit a second season, all right? Do you understand yeah, me? That, yeah. Do you understand? They haven't announced one. Quality over quantity, Kevin. Focus. This is your audience is growing up, and you have to accept that. You have to accept that people want more yep. substance yeah. out of this genre. And if they don't get it from Marvel, we'll get it from DC. No, I mean, like look. The Invincible yeah. Show. I mean, like, Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice League, uh, the Suicide Squad, um, the Batman, Invincible. I mean, some people really love the boys. I haven't seen it. Logan, the boys. I'm sorry Logan, for the new yeah. season, baby. Logan, The Dark Knight, Spider Verse. These are all. Go like hitting for the fences, and you have the potential to do that, but you keep like bunting it for some goddamn yep. reason. Like I want more things like Moon, especially for me, because you guys like Doctor Strange more than I did. Like for me, because I saw the first two episodes before they did. For me, going from Doctor Strange immediately into Moon Knight was such a jarring thing for me, because like Doctor Strange was like, okay, this is all right, and then you hit Moon Knight, and it's like, oh my god, finally, shit. Something new. Something I think amazing. the issue with Doctor Strange as well is it was uh, someone else's project at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Um, Scott Derrickson started that one out, but then he left due to creative differences. So they had to bring in Sam Raimi. And since Sam Raimi had to, on the fly, try to shift and adapt to what they were already doing, bringing his own thing in. So I guess what I'm getting at is Doctor Strange was never truly one person's vision. Yeah. Like this show was, like hopefully, Ragnar, sorry, uh, Love and Thunder and uh, Guardians 3 will be. Um, Yeah. You know, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I think when Marvel lets their creatives go wild. Yeah. It's that's good when, stuff. That's when, that's when the best is. stuff is made. That is when they are at their And strongest. it's felt very phase one in the best way possible where it felt like they were taking risks, swinging for the fences, yeah. doing their own thing. And they've done that a lot recently, to be fair, completely fair. Eternals was a swing for the fence yeah. for something completely different. Yeah, they I wish they would have gone... Le- Here's my thing. If they if they would have gone to TV, you could have done this Moon Knight thing where it's like a lot like a defocus on action. You would not have to like put in this random um, deviant that's evolving who's completely disconnected from the plot. Like you you would need that, you know. It, it, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't even remember that. Yeah. If yeah, you take stuff like that out, it, it you you go a lot better. But yeah, I mean, Jacob, what did what did you think of Moon Knight? I know we haven't really got. I mean, yeah, because I mean, Moon Knight. I just love like how different it was, like like from the the other like Marvel like pro- projects that have been coming out recently. You know, like everything has been connected to that uh the to the universe or like the multiverse or all that shit and it's just like this is this felt like just such a standalone uh product you know what i mean i had to say one of the funniest things to me was uh 
It was one of my favorite things seen on Twitter. It's like people were like, could Mark Spector and Stephen Grant just be a convergence of multiverses? And then somebody like responded to that, like, wow, some of y'all really don't know what mental health is, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> someone, they see someone experiencing depression and they're like, oh, is this a WandaVision reference? <laughs> Asshole! <laughs> uh, no, but like, to go, to go continue with what I was saying, I just yeah. think like, also, um, the what they deal with, you know, like in, in the mental illness and stuff like that, I think it's really done like well in a sense. I mean, yeah. you can kind of if you if you've dealt with mental illness yeah. and stuff, like you can kind of like yeah, I was gonna identify say, it. With it doesn't it have to be a hundred percent realistic as long as like yeah. the emotional core is still there and exactly. you still get like the right reaction out of that. Because I know yeah. Ruben, the psychologist in the room, is probably probably watching that that uh, fifth and sixth episode. Like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> It's literally about the afterlife. It's not really about mental health. And they're literally within the episode. All those things are saying, oh, we don't really do stuff like this anymore, which they don't. Yeah. So they, they're clear about that. They're accurate. And like, I, yeah. I don't think... Look, stuff like Split's worse than this. I'm sorry. Split, Split is so Split, good. Split's so, Split good, so good. But it is so inaccurate. It's like M. Night Shyamalan is like, oh my god. Mental illness gives superpowers. No, I'm kidding. That's not what he was actually saying. That is not what he was saying. And mental illness gives superpowers. I am goddamn Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) I can destroy universes with a thought. Her name is Deborah. (laughs) (laughs) No, the other thing I was going to say, I really like... The production design on this was great. It felt like you were actually in Egypt because oh, yeah. you're in Egypt most of the year. Shout out to and, and I love the, the score the as choice, well. Yeah, the choice of music. I was about to. Oh, talk the music about the was music. so good. Music Hold on, really I, cool. I, I, yeah. I gotta give a shout out here. Intro um, to like most of the episodes yeah. that were like uh, like famous soundtracks. Like, yeah. From, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. From the across, soundtrack uh, was really good. Just across the world and stuff yeah. like that. It was, it was... But huge. the score was also great. I'm going to get shit from my music people because I can't remember what mode it is that's most traditionally used in kind of like the Middle East or kind of... Yeah, they got an Egyptian composer Yeah, I was going to say the closest Western equivalent is the Phrygian scale with that with that minor two in it. The... You know, the... That yeah, kind of thing. They have like, you have a lot of that kind of like that clash that mm. that creates kind of this very desert feel. Because in but like Eastern music, they, they like uh, use tones in between. Um, yeah. Like uh, between like it, like the equivalent of a black note and a white note, right? Like yeah. Well, note, like, th- well, it depends on like at least in India or like when you're talking um, j- j- uh, Javanese gamelan. Yeah. You have this thing called wide tuning, which mm. is like you have uh, kind of like this in between almost thing. It's kind of what encourage people to start looking into semitones. People like Milton Babbitt or El- yeah. uh, Elliot Carter. I'm sorry, now this is becoming me gushing about musicology. Uh, kind of like college what, classes on that. Yeah, one. but anyway, it, it, it lives in that, in, that, in, in that particular mode of music making. I want to say it's Frisian, but I'm, it's, shoot me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, guys. <laughs> no, uh, but like... God, so good. Like, everything for this thing kind of came together. Um, oh, like, the casting, oh, the, besides Oscar God. Isaac, was great. Yes! Ethan, uh, Ethan Hawke, um, 
May Kalamawe, uh, the who played Layla, was well, also she, really she's good. She's Egyptian as well. Right? She's Egyptian, an Egyptian okay. actress in here. Um, F. Mary Abraham as the voice of Kanchu. Yeah, oh, killed it. Amazing. Really killed it on that one. And as you mentioned, Ethan Hawke, I'm shocked they got him to do one of these superhero things. Yeah. But I think it's because they gave him such an interesting type of character to play. They yeah. li- he literally plays a cult leader. Yeah. That is so the belt he is willing to die, which yeah. was insane to see for a Marvel show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Ethan Hawke. I love him, and he made me hate him in this show. Ethan Hawke's amazing oh, he's in everything fa- he's, he's in. He's phenomenal. But like, I was like, I was like watching this, and I was just like, God, I hate you. You're so good, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at what you do. God so damn it. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. I love it when, like, I can, I can like, completely hate a character, but I have to, like, step back and be like, the actor is a good person. The actor is a good person. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final scores for the... El, well, Caballero, Caballero de la Luna. Luna. <laughs> for Moon Knight. I mean, Caballero honestly, de la Luna. I, I don't think this is, like, perfect. In, like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the, the show itself, like, I think there are some things that are, like, I still have questions. Like, the, yeah. The show, like, it, has, it has last episode like, to it. But I will say this yeah. is evidence they are improving at making television. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As they go. I like this. This got closest to feeling like a television series. Yeah. Loki as well. Loki also, Loki also did. Yeah. Loki, I think, all throughout. Great. I think Loki had the best last Loki and this are actual television shows. The other ones are, like, literally movies. chopped up chopped movies. Up yeah. Like, they had movie scripts and they chopped them up. Yeah. Well, WandaVision was also TV. Yeah. WandaVision was TV. Yeah. I think they could have very easily made Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier into movies. 100%. And yeah. I feel like they were at some point. It yeah. feels like... I think they would have been improved if they were movies. Both of them would have I think if they were, I, yeah. I like both of them and I, re- I really like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and a lot of it's seen but it's, but it's like you have to like you have to like swim through so much like oh my god like to get to like the really 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 good stuff other than that it's just like the, the good stuff but you know what I mean yeah. but no for me like yeah it's not perfect but for, this is uh, again like a step in the right direction Kevin 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 season two Season two, Kevin. <laughs> or if not, give him a movie or give him a role in other stuff. But make, sign Oscar Isaac to more stuff because he only signed on to this project. Oh, did he? Kevin has become more flexible in that degree. They're signing uh, people to one project at a time now. Yeah, instead yeah. of doing those nine picture deals that's, they used to fair. do. I want them to do another project with Mark and Steven. Though. Yeah. I yeah. feel like um, they've left it wide open for that. Um, they could do Midnight Suns. You know, you could do Blade yeah. and Midnight. And that is still, I, I, to, me, that, to me, that is still like the hardest. They wait, haven't said wait, the when. what movie? The Blade. It's movie. moving oh, along it's, it's, pre-production yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, they so haven't announced. Finish your point. Absolutely. I was gonna say to me the hardest name in comic book is still Midnight Suns. Jesus Christ! They really came out swinging with that. You can't. Why even try to name a hero group after that? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Midnight Suns is such a dope name. That's like a gang name, dude. <laughs> or you could straight up just do another version of the Defenders, you know? Yeah, that's true. You could do that. Because Midnight Suns Yeah, you, and you could do there. Doctor Strange leading the Defenders, his own team. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting... Illuminati. See, anyway, see so like I said, even though I feel burnout for Marvel, I still nerd out about stuff. Yeah, here. no, because I feel burnout, but things like this are like, okay, okay, I'm not leaving yet. Yeah. I'm not leaving yeah. yet. I'm sure that She-Hulk will make me be like, okay... 
I'm taking a step back. I'm taking a step we'll back. We'll see how Miss Marvel is next month. Yeah, the I'm first reaction be- sounded good to it. What do you mean next month? It's a few days. Oh, shoot. It is June. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Anyway, Jacob, yeah, yeah, yeah. scores. Oh, yeah. Um, so just to finish my point, really, yeah. I mean, there's like a lot, a lot, not a lot of questions. I mean, there's some questions that like the oh yeah, what, yeah, left, what left with. You? I mean, like, obviously, like you ask yourself, like, uh, who am I? Why do no, I no, exist? No, 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 but like <laughs> exactly why all the events are taking place at this time, like at that point in the in like the timeline. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like in the Marvel timeline, like why is Ethan Hunt's character now deciding to, you know. Like while Mark Spector is like still in like recovery of his like 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 still mourning of his mom and stuff like that, Martin yeah. Steven, all this stuff, and like why now? I feel like I feel like it's because it's been a plan that's yeah. been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. the Avengers aren't involved? It's because it's in Africa. <laughs> Holy Jesus! <laughs> when have those guys ever helped in a non-white country? Don't say Wakanda. Wakanda. Don't say Wakanda. They did. Help. Okay. Sports. It's been Europe. USA, East Europe. And Wakanda. And Wakanda. But yeah, I think... And I that's think, just because they had a homie in I there. I was going to say, like, motives and stuff like that, like, and, and, and like, just, like, the, the well-rounded, like, the, the roundedness of the characters themselves is, yeah. like, obviously... Like, this is a character piece. This is a oh, character 100% piece. Oh, 100% is a character it piece. It makes it a great show, obviously. So, like, I think it's, like... Final score, then? Final score, then. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, that's no, all right. Uh, I'm trying to move you along. Yeah, the final like, score is... I, I would give it an 8 out of 10. For me, eight and a half or nine. I'd go a nine out of ten for uh, Mr. Caballero de la Luna. All right, and the final thing we're going to talk about today is the Obi-Wan show, also on Disney+. Plus. So, yeah. Get, cancel your Netflix and get a... Uh, cancel your Netflix. Get Disney+. Cancel Plus. your Hulu. Cancel me. <laughs> get Disney+. Plus. Disney what Plus. was that? Um, so, <laughs> half the season of Obi-Wan's come out. Um, without spoilers to Obi-Wan, I gotta say, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I like what they've done with the character yeah. of Obi-Wan. We could review, like... The whole series. We'll yeah. review the entire it, series when it's Yeah, out. we can get into spoilers yeah, too. Yeah, and like we'll like get into spoilers more in depth about like the first two episodes and like. The yeah, we'll give like whole. general, we'll give brief, general, general yeah, thoughts yeah. now that the midway point of the season. But I feel I like the character trajectory that they put Obi Wan on. It's naturally he's in a hopeless place after um, the events of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, um, and kind of it feels like this is a good like midway point or good story to get him from that hopeless place to where he is in a new hope where he's like yeah. optimistic about yeah. stuff. No, I, I, I really think this is something that was very essential for the character of Obi-Wan, honestly. Yeah. This kind he of bridge more story. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bridging point between like where we left him in Revenge of the Sith and Sith. <laughs> yeah. Revenge of the Sith and like Ruben said, a new hope. You get to explore kind of that hopelessness. You get to explore this 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 character who is very unlike like the Obi Wan that we know just because he's so down in the dump and he's like hardly even a Jedi at this point and he's hardly like even compassionate to like other Jedi he's like trying his best to just lay low and the fight is lost there's no point in keeping in continuing to fight he's just got to keep moving uh, now where Yoda is in all of this is really my question homie was just chilling in Dagobah. Wow. <laughs> Exile, I will put myself in yeah. whatever he says. Yeah, oh, no, I know, but he's just like, he's just like, hmm, 
rest of the world suffering they are. Me, go to Forest Planet. I don't think they get newspaper or holocrons or whatever on Dagobah. He just, like, doesn't know what the hell is going on, probably. Mm, no human connection I have. <laughs> Sex with a tree, I must. Stop. <laughs> uh, let Yoda be. <laughs> let him be, man. And some people were wondering how he would get off Tatooine, how they would make a story reason for it. Uh, they pulled that part off as well. They made it work too. They even made the, it work. I was the, like, yeah. damn. Was like, even in the context of the of the of the original trilogy, like I was starting to get a bit worried when they introduced this character, and I was like, uh oh, uh oh. But I'm like, you know what? No, this makes sense. I think this is done tastefully. We get to explore this character more, especially at like a younger state in their life, and that's kind of refreshing. You get to see more of these characters at different stages. Also, credit to Disney marketing. They did the same thing with Grogu. They hid Grogu from all the Mandalorian Season 1 trailers. And yeah. they, for Obi-Wan, they hid this partic- particular character from all the marketing. So Great child actress, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal child actress. Oh, yeah, she's great. Um, and we'll talk about I'm that. I'm <laughs> We can't let them know, Ruben. Oh, okay. You're dumbass. You fool. Well, yeah, and um, I we'll talk about like that character more in the spoiler review when we finish the season. But I really like what they've done with this character. It really feels like an earlier version of this character. Yeah, yeah. And like I was saying, credit to Disney marketing for hiding this from yeah. like the materials because yeah. they've done a pretty good job. At that. Also, yeah. it ain't showing Doomsday in the trailer, you know? Yeah, they, they, yeah. They're, they're not WB. Also, yeah. really, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of here or there when it comes to the Inquisitors right now. I feel like some of them could be a bigger threat. I like the third sister. I know that the actress has been getting a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to remind you guys that just because you hate a character does not mean that the actress is doing a bad job. Yeah, absolutely. Not. Um, she's doing a good job. Yeah, that you guys are. I'm sorry that you haven't touched grass in the last seven months, <laughs> but like, chill. Ow, man. Like, I don't, I hate the character too, but that's like I said about Ethan Hawke, that's a tribute to the actress, if anything. The fact that I'm like, okay, I'm sure this person's just like a normal person in real life, but they're like unbearable on screen right yeah. now. She's selling it very well. Oh, she 100% is. Um, I, I, like, the other Inquisitors are all right, too. I think the, the the main threat, which, I mean, they showed in the trailers. Like, I, I think we can at least... We can like, say Vader's can in it. Va- Vader's Everyone in knows. It. Yeah. yeah, Vader's in it. Oh, and my God. And Vader is amazing. Vader is amazing. Yes. Yes, Again, yes. very general, general... A lot of generalizations, but this really feels like... It is again. This feels like a bridge for Vader between like episode three and episode four, and yeah. you get a lot of relationship development between. So it's a bridge him for and, both Kenobi yeah. and Vader, I and for their relationship as well. I a shout out to Hayden, who's I mean more of an over glorified David Prowse at this. Yeah, point, but, but he's still killing it. The body language. Oh yeah, the say. body language is very good. Um, uh, I I I think it's a very good like continuation. I don't know. For me, it feels like there's almost. A little bit of his voice in Vader too. There, were there few, might be. We, we, there were we'll a, have to show. Yeah. There were a few moments where, like, you could hear Hayden within them. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Like, I feel like they, I feel like they might have synthesized the two. Like, just they a might have. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jacob, general thoughts on Obi Wan? Since I don't think you said much. Um, I think like it's it's awesome to see the the character you know back. Um, Thank God, yeah. our Lord and Savior, U- oh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, and he picks Phenomenal up right where he, he like left it off. You know what I mean? Like he, it's 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 crazy to me that like he hasn't lost touch with the character. Like um, obviously that's what a great actor does. You know, even if they haven't like 
been played a role in years. They can yeah. come back to it, and they're just yeah, there. No, they're, they 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 fade into the role. No method acting required. You know what I mean? I mean that's <laughs> no that, crutches. Yeah, no no method. You shouldn't have to method act. I'm Morbius sorry. two, baby. We're talking about Morbius two. We're talking about Morbius two. I don't want to get into that, but there's obviously that <laughs> argument of like whether method acting is truly like acting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you can't like yeah. get into if you uh, can't get into it and then go home and exactly go and, about your day. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the acting should just stay in the workplace, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't bring my welding equipment home. Exactly. Because I'm not a but welder. Yes, the, the show, uh, I think, is, is great. I love the direction they're, they're taking it. And it's more of, like, I focus on the characters than the story itself. Because I feel like, you know, with uh, it being the middle of everything, you, you know what happens, you know. Um, ultimately, yeah. to the characters. Yes. To each of the characters, you know. So it's, True like, prequel. there's a little bit of, like... Like what? Like you, they can't do much. Like when, when um, in one instance, uh, I think it was like last episode when like mm-hmm. uh, there was a fight between Vader and um, and Kenobi. It was like there's not really much like at stake in this fight. You know, like you think that like when you were watching it, it's like they, this is just more fan service than anything else, or just like character development. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, but there's I a disagree. lot of the, there's, disagree like, there's a lot of the in between happening in there. Yeah. There's a lot of like. But like, like I, I just that, like the that. actual content of the fight and like what Vader is mindset saying. is in there and what he's saying because I don't want to spoil too mm. much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Jingle. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I think that. Really I, yeah. No, you didn't. We and we can talk about this more when yeah. we're giving our entire season review. But I think, I think the character trajectories for both of these guys are going to be really interesting when this show's over. Um, yeah. And also. Quick, uh, quick shout out! I like how you and McGregor. It's not the same voice he had in the prequels. He yeah. did, like, I don't know what he did to the voice, but he's matching more of what Alec Guinness sounded like in Episode yeah. Four. I think it's that he's more subdued and he's it has like an older kind of huskier tone to it. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. He went for a, something completely different, yeah, and it works. Yeah, it's also it feels like, like this isn't like this isn't like, like the this isn't like the I wouldn't even say arrogant. This isn't like the confident like swaggering swaggering Obi Wan that we know is like like jumps into action. Yeah, yeah. like the very, young guy. Yeah, yeah, he was very like not cocky, but like very like sure of himself, like yeah. very cocky sure of himself yeah. like this is like a more downtrodden and like timid timid yes yeah, very, very timid i will say yeah because like this dude is like yeah like there are several points in the series where it's like i don't really want to talk to these people yeah we're like very different very. from like what obi-wan was in the in the prequels but I it mean, feels it like does, such it, a sense. Na- I mean, it feels natural, natural because like of everything that he's that been through right? severe exactly. trauma so, like, that is that is trauma what yeah. he's been through so like it, he's, it's, he's, it's, yeah it's, it's, it feels like a continuation of a character yeah. and you know like i said like it's it's impressive that yeah. you know all those years and still you know yeah. they, they both got it yeah you know what i mean hoping to hear from qui-gon here soon yeah. I, I, ho- I they, they we'll see yeah, yeah. I'm hoping they got Liam for this. Yeah. Do we? Uh, uh, no, we'll give scores at the end of the season. Oh uh, no, but like, do we have like like at least scores thus far? Like, uh, yeah. Around? Let's just wait till no. the end of the season. I right. give buffering scores. Buffer scores. We want to give a buffer score. You guys can give buffer scores if you want. I won't personally. Um, but if seven. you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm seven gonna, eight-ish. I'm gonna give it like a seven and a half. Yeah, yeah like I said, I want to see where the arc ends up and where all the characters end up. I like scoring things as a whole usually. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not I mean, gonna. It's, fine. I mean, it's, it's great good. that this show is called Obi Wan. It is about Obi Wan, unlike a show called Boba, Boba Fett, Fett that was about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Din Djarin. Star Lucy so good. I so. went back in. Ha! 
And to wrap up with a with our we need to come up with a better title for this, but our closing comedic story, we will come up with a title for this. Last laugh. The last laugh. Or the last uh the decaying world. The proof of the decaying what world. What the shit? <laughs> proof of the decaying industry. I hate, I hate that. I okay, hate that. that Let's that. laugh at it in the st- industry that never learns anything. <laughs> that shout out zero punctuation, Yahtzee Croshaw. <laughs> um, so, our closing comedic story. We will have a new title for this next time, maybe. I'm not going to make We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it between us three. We'll synergize. Um, so, there, it was announced that Winnie the Pooh is getting a horror movie. <laughs> yeah! um, Shut up. So, the Shut rights up. to the first Winnie the Pooh book finally expired at the beginning of this year in January. January 1st, 2022. <laughs> Um, the very first Winnie the Pooh book. So those characters in that book, so Pooh, Piglet, Christopher Robin, Eeyore, I don't think Tigger's in that one. When the images for the Is he not? Thing. No. When, when Damn it! I was really hoping for a sequel called when Winnie the, the Pooh and Tigger <laughs> 2. When the, <laughs> when the images for uh, Winnie the Pooh and uh, Piglet came out, and um, I saw Yeah, that. so this is... I hadn't seen this the is a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, some like, what the hell some small-ass company... Um, decided to make a quick buck and make a horror movie out of this property. It is called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, it is horrifying if you look it up. Look up the set pictures. It's unsettling. Looks like an SNL sketch. It literally does. Or like a Ryan Higa like fake trailer. Yeah. For a throwback to the. You see what I'm afraid of is that they're gonna try to go too edgy on this. They are hundred percent. Eeyore. I yeah, they eat Eeyore. They eat Eeyore. That's confirmed. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why did they confirm that? They're definitely finna rape someone in this movie. No! You say that now. They always do that shit when they want to be fake as Look at that man's face, though. I mean, oh, you, yeah. I mean, you might be right, JQ. I'm, I pulled up a picture of the movie. Oh, it's weird. why is Piglet? Oh, I didn't even. You never seen Piglet? Piglet? <laughs> He's horrifying. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. He looks so ugly, man. He does look ugly. Yeah, no. So, yeah, this image. I mean, Piglet has little tusks. I hate that. Uh, that's what's up. Uh, and who's wearing like a red jacket? Yeah. Disney might sue still. A red plaid shirt. Yeah. yeah, Disney might sue. I think Disney might still sue. Um. We'll see what the hell happens here. I don't know if I will ever watch this thing because it will freaking violate my childhood. I, 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 my childhood I has hope, been violated I enough. It, I bombs, dude. It's a small horror movie that probably go and direct to streaming. Yeah, it's not going to bomb. <laughs> dude, I, it probably costs 10 bucks to make that. It's so annoying. It's so annoying that they, they can do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, like the things go into the general public's hands. And holding, then... holding out. For... See, that's what Walt Disney said, and they changed mm-hmm. the copyright laws. So, like, yeah, this book, Winnie the Pooh book, the author A.A. A. Uh, Mile has been dead for 75 years. That's the new copyright law. So the author, the person holds the copyright, and then they die, and then the copyright stays with their family's estate for 75 years, and then it goes public domain. I think stuff should go to public domain faster, personally. You think so? Uh, actually, no. I as a creative open. myself, I disagree. I would like to be dead before my characters get used. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, boys. Any last thoughts as we wrap up the pod? I can't believe I'm moving out. I'm leaving today. It's a very sad time. This podcast is only a way to mitigate each of our pain. 
beautiful <laughs> Well said, well said. Well said, good answer, good answer. Good answer, good answer, Steve, come on. All right, and that'll do it for Speaking pop Speaking of uh, Steve Harvey, if you haven't watched Judge Judge Steve, um, or on the BET streaming server. No, on, on Peacock, I think. On Peacock. Go watch it. He's the new Judge Judy. He yeah. is better than uh, your local judge, and he will fight for you. Yes. I got a riddle for your ass, Batman. Yeah, he'll fight for you. He'll, he'll judge fair. Why and, did we uh, end on Steve sides. Harvey? Because Steve Harvey's a... Man. <laughs> All right. Out of all the men I've ever met, he is one of them. That will do it for this episode. Uh, next time, we will likely be talking about Stranger Things. Steve. And I will not be here anymore. And you won't be in the room. I'll be in my new apartment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be talking about Stranger Things, and we will be talking about <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion, whichever ones of us sees it. I'm not watching it. All right. Uh, Jonathan. Jacob, you're polluting the audio. Jonathan, any final uh, gags or thoughts here? Uh, not really. All right. Laugh. 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 I command you to I'm laugh. you. I order you to laugh. I'm feeling sleepy. Please laugh. I'm feeling sleepy. Laugh. Robert's love. <laughs> we're ending a lot of these podcasts just with the yelling. Robert. So bad Robert. Yeah, I'm sorry. Robert, I'm so sorry. Ro- <sighs> Man. See you in 2055. See you in 2035, Robert. <laughs>